You are listening to John Kherika on SAFM. John in for Aldrin, you're with SAFM. And now I get to speak to the Minister of Transport sitting in front of me, Sindesiwe uh, Chikunga. First of all, thank you, Minister, for, for joining us. Is, are there always this many cameras and things when you're around? <laughs> like, let's get the important stuff out of the way. <laughs> Photographs and lights and people and all those kind of things. Is that what it's like to be a member of parliament and a minister? Maybe it's because of the, the very fact that we're from our budget debate. So <laughs> maybe. maybe, I don't know. Maybe because we've also invited our stakeholders, so people might be interested in meeting some and networking and all that. Uh, 79.565 billion rand. You're happy with that? Obviously, you want a little more every time, but you're going to be able to survive with just short of 80 billion, right? We will survive. We would have wished to have more. If you look at our road network, it, it actually asks for more. Mm. In fact, for our road network only, you can spend all the 79 billion rand and, and, and have it only repaired and paved and, and still not maintain it. Wow. So that, that's, that's how expensive the road network is when you have to construct, rehabilitate, uh, and so on and so forth. So, yes, it's expensive. However, we are happy with what we have received. Mm. We think we will do some few things. Uh, you mentioned a lot, and we could talk about this for a day, and Parliament will discuss this for days. Um, and I asked this of your Deputy Director General earlier. When you look at transport, there's so many little jigsaw puzzles. Where do you start? Where do you say, well, okay, this needs a lot more work than this does? You've got, for instance, you've, you are responsible for aviation. Aviation in South Africa is used by yourself, myself, and the few of those. Right. But the ordinary woman benefits down there when tourists come and they use aviation. Right. And they buy those beads and so on and so forth. When they buy whatever, and therefore they are shown that there will, there will be work for that ordinary person the following day. So, yes, you've got that. You've got maritime. Uh, out there in the waters. If you actually look at the, the size of the water that we are responsible for, remember it's three oceans, Atlantic, Indian, and the Southern Ocean down there. That's right. And the size of that is it's said to be three times the size of South Africa. And that is not for free. It goes with money. Uh, like it happens on the road that a traffic officer can stop any car and look as to whether it is roadworthy. That is what is also happening in waters. Oh, wow. okay. You can actually stop any, any mm-hmm. vessel. That is not actually calling at our ports, but passing by our waters and check as to whether things are right and mm. so on and so forth. So that's, 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 that's the dynamic of, the, of our work. But you still have got the rail. We're responsible for that, of course, as the Department of Transport, solely for the passenger rail. But for the freight rail, we are the policy department, but we are not the implementing department. It's it's DPE that is actually responsible for that. But even with the passenger rail, there's so much that we think we need to do uh, so so that we actually see it growing, we see it delivering on the the lives of our people. We're happy that we're recovering some corridors. And and like I said in, in, in my budget debate, that you know you, you, you ride a, 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 a passenger train and you talk to passengers and somebody says to you, I have been paying something like 1,000 plus for transport mm. only mm. between Nyanga and whatever. And, and now I'm paying only one, I mean 175 oh, wow. rand, right. from 1,000 rand to 175. Yeah. So somebody is actually saving something like 800 rand. The one that I spoke to yesterday actually said to me, I've been spending for transport 640 rand. 
I'm spending 140 rand. So it's a saving wow. of about 500 right. rand. And that is what rail transport, passenger <laughs> rail means to ordinary people who travel every day to work and sometimes just for transportation. Well, while we're on that note, what about the long distance trains? Being able to get, uh, I, I remember in my youth being taken to Transkaroo to get to Cape Town instead of being on a plane. Uh, is that a, a far goal or is, is, is it closer than we think? We already are operating the line between Johannesburg and Messina and I think between Johannesburg somewhere in the Eastern Cape. Right. There are lines and we are recovering them. I want to believe that in the near future we'll also be considering that Cape Town a Johannesburg a line mm. and even Devon for that matter. Sure. Uh, but of course, I think it will be a blue train or something like that, so that can people choose to 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 to, to, to ride it than the 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 the, the, the airline. Yeah, because, because again, it comes down to budget. <laughs> they too are not as cheap as all that. <laughs> That's also true. Yeah, blue train is. Uh, in fact, I got an advert for a blue train today. Yeah, no, different world. Uh, I didn't talk earlier to the deputy director general about your taxi recapitalization program and the budget for taxis. There's been a, a lot of talk about them wanting subsidies. What is the current state of play there? What, what we are doing, we are busy with the policy on subsidy. And that policy, if it goes according to what we will want, we will be subsidizing the user, then subsidizing the operator. Because if it is the operator, for instance, we have got about, about 30,000 prices in South Africa. We can only subsidize 7,000 because of what we have in the pocket. Because we are subsidizing the, the operator right. and not the user. But when we then go for the user, the public transport user, it actually means that even the tax industry will benefit. How that is going to happen, practically speaking, is something that we're still negotiating with the tax industry. But uh, we're moving towards that. The one issue when we were taking calls earlier was uh, the current bus ticketing system seems to be confusing. Is that something you're looking into? If, if it goes according to us, in fact, that's what we announced today, that for buses that are subsidized by the state, mm -hmm. we're going to pilot the, the single ticketing. Right. And we're going to do it soon. So and see as to whether it's going to work. If we think that it's working, then we can actually uh, uh, roll it out to other uh, modes of transport. But it's something that we want to see happening. Because it should be easy for somebody to have one ticket yes. and be in this and so on and so forth. In a train and then this and that. Well, give it, I mean, I'm sure you know in Johannesburg, for me to take a metro bus, Raya Via bus and the car train, mm -hmm. there's three different cards that I have to have in my wallet exactly. to be able to do that. Exactly. So you're looking at one ticket to be able to use all public, uh, government-owned public transport. Exactly. Does that include taxis? They're not going to be happy with that? Not for now. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's because we're not subsidizing the taxi industry for now. But we have those that were subsidizing, particularly the bus industry, right. were subsidizing those. So that's where we want to start. I want to talk about ports. There were backup supports, trucks outside ports, port, trucks taking back roads to get to the ports. What is being done? I'm, 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 I'm sure I would want to answer that. However, we are not responsible for the ports as the Department of Transport. We are the policy department when it comes to that. Okay. Um, uh, sh surely it concerns us. Because if you go to Richard's Bay, for instance, you will actually see trucks on the N2. Yes. That actually means that the N2 that is supposed to be this site is reduced in terms of size. Literally, it means that. But also, it actually affects that small SMME who is able to buy one truck 
with the hope that it's going to go offload, come back and take another load. But they're standing there for eight days on end. And it's a matter that we're discussing with, 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 with the department, with Transnet. Uh, what we, we have the platform where we discuss with the port owners, with managers and so on. And it's called National Post Consultative Committee, which is appointed by the Minister of Transport and it advises the Minister of Transport. The challenge about that is that it will advise the Minister of Transport and say we need to dip some beds in Deben, dip some beds in East London. But it's not the Minister of Transport that must do that. It's the Minister of DPE. But then with the, with the announcement that was made by the President, because this, of course, it does create a little bit of problems, then, of course, maybe one day Transnet will come to the Department of Transport, whoever will be the minister will therefore be the responsible, but it will be a huge department. Well, I was going to say, you all sit around a table when you're in cabinet. You discuss it with each other all the time, surely? Yes. All right, because I've always wondered what happens in cabinet, because uh, police, judiciary, all those, uh, when, when you, it might not be your department, but you're talking with each other to say, can you help us, we'll help you. Kind of. Exactly. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about the aviation. Uh, you mentioned airplanes... Uh, are for maybe the more wealthy people, but there are cargo, and we're getting foreign uh, tourists coming in here, which is, again, you're talking to the Department of Tourism. Mm -hmm. How is that looking, and are you happy with the way things are looking at the airport? I think we're improving. Uh, from where we were in 2019, we, we, we actually are recovering much faster than expected. But remember, we had projections in 2019. <laughs> yeah, so we, we compare ourselves to where we were in 2019 and where we are in 2023. And we therefore say, for instance, we're 83 in terms of recovery to, to where we were in 2019. Right. But remember, we had projected. So if you actually compare where we are to what we had projected for 2023 in the true sense of the word, we're not anywhere close to that. But there is some growth. This is the case all over the world. Of course, others are growing much faster. They're recovering much faster. But I think we're getting there in South Africa. And we had a meeting. I called all the state-owned companies in the aviation. We sat down and we said, we can't hope that things are going to happen. We have got to make them happen. And, and they've come up with a, a, a program and a plan which I would be looking into to say this is what we we need to do. If it actually means going out to the world mm -hmm. and say fly to South Africa, we've got airlines and so on, sure. then that's going to happen. The advantage with, 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 with aviation is that the operators are not under the same, same entity with the landlord, like the owner of the infrastructure. So AXA is, is owning our international airports. Yes. But it's also not the operator. Right. So AXA allows operators to come and operate. And for me, this is what we should be doing even in our rail. This is what will actually make our rail to work. You Where you separate the in yeah. an entity that is responsible for rail infrastructure right. from the operators. Once you, you do that... Then if you have got a train and, yes. and locomotives, you come, I say, I have my train, I want to operate. Yeah. Then you operate. Are you saying privatization of railway could be a thing? You're not privatizing. Not privatizing? No, you're not privatizing. No, I've got my no, own train. Nobody can actually, no, you, nobody can say aviation in South Africa is privatized. Nobody can say road transport in South Africa is privatized. Right. Because Sunrun is a state-owned company. But it is 
the infrastructure entity. Okay, right. But it allows you, if you've got a truck to operate, it allows the state to operate, it allows everybody to operate. Okay. It's the same thing with aviation. AXA is a state-owned company. Mm -hmm. Even the regulator is a state-owned company. Even the air traffic navigation is a state-owned company. And all of them are actually, in a way, taking control of this. But the operator is... Right. The operator is yes. anyone and who you, can own an airline. But you still have control over that as the ministry. You're making sure a competition and, and all those aviation laws are applied. If they want to say the PPE compliance and so on, it's you. But they come and operate. The reason why we're able to fly is because of that. <laughs> well, I, I, flew, I flew the SOE today, so just so you know. Minister, it's been a pleasure to speak to you. Thank you very much for coming in and, and explaining what you were talking about earlier on today. It's, it's great to meet you in person as well. Thank you very much for having us. Uh, Minister of Transport, Cindy uh, Siwe Chikunga, joining us here on SAFM. Wrapping up the show. That's it. That's all we have time for.